Welcome to The Home Hour. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is the home at class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real-life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us, and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to The Home Hour, part of the Life Listen Network. Lazy summer living may be in full swing, but we're talking about why summer may be the perfect time to get a jump start on designing morning routines so we're all ready when fall rolls around. From morning exercise to what we make for breakfast to what major CEOs do for their morning routines, we're chatting about how to win the day by starting it right. Plus, why mornings really start at night, chicken and biscuit Friday, and the special moment when Graham realized Kirsten wasn't actually a terrible mother. Thank you. (laughs) All that and more on this week's episode of The Home Hour. Welcome home. Welcome home, Kirsten. Welcome home, Graham. And welcome everyone to the home hour. Yes. Good morning. If good you will. morning. Although it's not really morning. You're making me think about lunch. But what are we talking about today? We are diving into the topic of mornings. mornings. Yeah. That's mornings. why I said good morning. I was setting you up, Graham. You're like such a softball. I love it. But Kirsten and I have realized that mornings really begin the night before. And I think you're probably sitting here thinking, why are we diving into this topic now? It's kind of the lazy, hazy days of summer. And we thought about it, it's because we're planners and mornings and rituals are extremely important and they kind of shape each and every day that we have, not just the days during the school year. And well, wait, let's be honest. The reason why we're doing this topic is there's two reasons. One, Mm -hmm. because we did one on mornings last year where we had terrible audio. So we feel like we need mornings are important. We've got to go back to it. And I blocked that out of my mind. I don't even remember. We've already done a show on mornings. (laughs) It was a year ago. It was right around this time last year. Okay. Um, but then secondly, because I wasn't going to let you do an entire show on what you eat for breakfast, which I know you love breakfast. <laughs> I do. I'm an excellent breakfast chef. I could have so totally done a breakfast show. I don't We're going to talk why. about your breakfast this morning because I know you're itching to talk about it. All right. But the best time to introduce new habits is before we actually need them. True. So Kirsten and I thought we would share how our mornings start. And typically our mornings actually start the night before. And for anyone listening, maybe... If you're thinking about it, especially if you have little ones, there's a lot of work that goes the night before, usually after you put your kids to bed to prep for the next day ahead. And I think that usually if you do a good job the night before, it starts your day off pretty nicely, except sometimes if you're like me and you slack off and you do a bad job, then the day kind of just starts out a little bit haywire. Well, wait, can I talk about like my very deep, like religious, like conversion that I had? Yeah. Okay, so I'm in this, I'm, and I, this is not a religious podcast, and I know everyone has different faiths, but I'm in this Bible study, and we are walking through verse by verse, and we're doing Genesis. So this is like, like you know, Sunday school, kindergarten, one-on-one. This is like it's the morning Adam, of the Bible, some would say. Yeah, it's, it's what? The morning of the Bible. Yeah, but you know what I mean? This is like back to like Adam and Eve and like, you know, Noah. We're very much in the beginning, but it's so interesting because, you know, everyone in like Western civilization knows like the creation story, right? Whether you believe in it or not, um, it's, but you know, like it's the step, you know, God's creating the earth, he's creating the water, whatever. And it goes through each day. But the interesting thing is, so it says every time it says he like creates something and then it says, and there was evening and there was morning the first day. And then it says, and there was evening and there was morning the second day. There was evening, there was morning. So really the way that the days start is there was evening and there was morning. And I think we always think of the day starting with morning. 
but it doesn't. It starts with evening. And honestly, like that sounds so crazy that this has like changed my life, but it actually has changed my life because now, and it's kind of like, you know, when there's like, you're celebrating the Sabbath, you start at sundown Sundown. because that's the start. And so I realized if I incorporate that into my life and I assume like my day doesn't start at like rolling out of bed at 9am or waking up at 5am, it starts at sundown. That's when my day starts. It has completely changed my life. That is a little rough. But see, I'm dragging the most at sundown. Sundown is when I want maybe. Totally. But so that's the kind of, yeah, I just like the concept of kind of resetting your clock in general, right? It doesn't have, just because somebody says the day starts when you wake up, that doesn't have to be true, right? Like turning the way that we think about life on its head, right? Right. Like why does the week have to start on Monday? What if I wanted my week to start on Wednesday? I could do that. But, but, you know, here's the thing, though. I feel like we think that morning has to start with this, like, boom, and I'm up, and I'm winning, and I'm running, and I'm, you know, whatever. But, like, if you're saying you're dragging at the end of the day, maybe your day should start with, like, relaxation, right? Like, people say to start your day with, like, meditation. So maybe you do start with, like, reading a book and taking a bath and going and getting a good night's sleep. Like, that's the way you start your day. That is it's just, like, a shift in looking at it. Just Flipping it around. Okay. Well, now that you've had this mental revolution, uh-huh. what are you doing the night before? Well, I'm, your- gonna- <laughs> yeah. I'm still processing. I'm, I'm a right. work in progress. <laughs> you're just diving in. You're just, take- you're just dipping a toe into this new concept. Um, <laughs> I'm I'll just tell you- sharing my thought process, and we'll see what I do with it. But no, I, I actually am. I'm starting to say, like, like, it's like, you know, if you just, if you're, like, trying to eat healthy, and then you just go off the rails and don't eat healthy. Then you're just kind of like, well, it's shot. Like, forget it. I'm just going to eat this whole cake, you know? And it's like, we know logically that's a really stupid thing to do. But, you know, you're just kind of feeling like that. I do think, like, sometimes it's like, well, I didn't accomplish all I wanted to do today. So, like, ah, forget it. I'm just going to watch TV. But if instead I was saying to myself, this is the start of a new day, maybe I'd get a little shot in the arm to finish strong because I'm really starting strong. That makes sense. You're also a night owl, but I will tell you. My no, I'm best. not. Graham, anyone who stays up like till 10 is not a night owl. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's put it in perspective. Yeah, that's a night owl. I mean, if I'm not snoozing by 930, <laughs> I consider it to be like an all nighter. Um, all right. So the night before, I'll tell you my best days just so okay. you can kind of know where I am. When yeah. So I, I know we want to get concrete with this, but yes, yeah. I just think that the mindset shift to me has really made a difference. I don't, I mean, I like the concept. I don't know if I could fully, because I like something about like you wake up and I do think there's such value in waking up early. Like I think getting a jump on people and getting a jump on the day is what usually my best days happen when I do that, when I'm ahead of everyone. No, I agree for sure. Especially your kids. Yeah. But it's, it takes a massive amount of effort to like, to do that. I mean, really, because mine are up early too, but usually the night before my best days are I've not only cleaned up the dishes from dinner. There's times that I don't. That's the reason that I'm mentioning this. Like the dishes from dinner have been done, put in the dishwasher. Maybe even the dishwasher's like empty so I could start the day with an empty. I know this sounds crazy, but. No, it's a big, it's a big deal to wake up and see a clean kitchen versus wake up and see a stack of dishes with like food cake on it. And that happens to me a lot. Like I do wake up with dirty dishes and, you know, messy kitchen many times because honestly, you know, if I'm out for the night, like, you know, I'll just come home and just go straight to bed. Um, but I love that. And then if I've even planned out breakfast, like I think on a previous episode, we talked about the Trader Joe's croissants. Like there's some nights when I get those croissants out the night before and I kind of know that they're rising overnight. Um, 
to get ready. And I know what I'm going to make the next morning. It's mm-hmm. like the greatest thing in the world. If I have them like ready to go, you okay. know, like, and then if I've even like put out the plates and cups for breakfast and I've packed the school lunches where I know if like my children are going to buy lunch or pack lunch, mm-hmm. um, those things are, I mean, I'll get down to the nitty gritty. Like I'll even sometimes clean the cat bowls at night such that they're ready to like put the food in them. I know that sounds really crazy, but like it's another thing, you know, every morning when you have to grab the old dishes from the pets, you know, and clean them out and then add the food to them. Mm. I'm probably sounding crazy now. So, but those and you're the just mornings making me not want I a cat. Do. I didn't know you had to clean their bowls. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so those are, and then summertime, everything is, I have to say, this has been a delightful start to summer just because it really is just so slacky. And you can, you know, nobody's on, you're not rushing out of the house. Okay, so I agree with you. I want to go back to what you said about getting stuff ready the night before. I totally agree with you. I cannot go to bed if there's dishes in my sink. I mean, I don't know, maybe if we had a huge party or something, but really, like, I got to get the dishes in the sink. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like when I have the dishwasher unloaded, but I also have noticed that I'll say I'm just going to unload, like, the silverware, or I'm just going to unload the cups. And what I've realized is it's a really good way to wake up because it's such a mindless task that like Mm -hmm. if I unload the dishwasher by the time I'm done, I'm awake. Really? Yes. So I kind of go back and forth on that. I love it when it's done and it's like waking up to a little treat like, Oh, I did it last night. I'm so awesome. But when I don't, it's a good, like, by the time I'm done, I'm like, okay. Oh, do you pre-make your coffee? I forgot to mention that. Oh, we'll see. I do the Keurig. So yeah, it's ready to roll. Okay. See, I make the, um, I make like you a make pot a pot. Of coffee the night ahead. So I just push the button in the morning and I love that. Yes. Um, I also like to put out like napkins and forks and because we have like a kitchen bar mm-hmm. where my kids eat in the kitchen just up at the counter. So I put out like the napkins and the forks and I get their vitamins out wow. and I put their vitamins down. Um, and I do put out their lunch boxes. I don't make their lunch the night before mm-hmm. because... I like to have, they'd like to have a little bit of buy-in on it. So like when they're eating, I'm going to, I say like, okay, Hugh, here's what you've got. Is that enough? I'm learning from you, Kirsten. What do you mean? I'm learning. I just didn't know you did all this. This is yeah, interesting. Yeah. I like to hear how people work, organize their lives. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not going to pretend that that's every single morning, but that's most mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I've tried to, like, I'm trying to gradually, you know, it's like, it's kind of like when we talked about letting your kids stay home alone before. It's not like you just say one day like okay I'm going out to dinner you guys are in charge it's like you start saying like I'm gonna run to the elementary school block away and pick up your brother can you be Mm -hmm. safe you know like you start with these little really little ones and I think you know it's the same thing with like packing their own school lunches and packing their own um, bags and stuff like it's like you start slowly and you start adding things on so now I have them like check your bag make sure you have make sure I signed your calendar Mm -hmm. so that they oh right yeah mm -hmm. signing the homework so you're you're bringing up good things that I forgot about yeah. yeah, making sure everything's like ready to go for the school day. Yeah, so I've sort of outsourced that to them. Like they have to make sure their calendar signs. So if they don't have their calendar sign, they like get clipped down or something when they go to school. So that's mm-hmm. on them, you know, that's mm-hmm. their little responsibility. Um, and then I, I make their water bottles, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That's um, funny, you take water bottles to school? Yeah, do you guys not take water bottles to school? Not really. Oh, we have to. But they do require snacks, which I think is funny. And I always make Cohen take really awkward foods, like, that you have to peel. So, like, I'll send him with a hard-boiled egg. Like, I've got the stinky egg kit. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, I'll just put, like, a hard-boiled egg in a Ziploc bag, and I'll say, off you go. 
You're so weird. Why are you doing it's that? It's so weird. Kid? It's such a kooky thing to eat. Um, I hope I don't understand why they don't have more microwaves and lunchrooms that kids could use. Like I like a hot meal for lunch. Oh, that's interesting. I find it very confusing to have to pack a cold lunch for kids every day. They do it at your preschool though, right? No. I mean, not at our preschool anymore. You just basically have to, you know, pack a I mean, a cold lunch with has no that has no nuts. Like, I mean, I feel like I've been neutered. What am I supposed to pack? <laughs> I mean, I should be able. Like, I feel like that's an episode that we will host at some point. Like, what should you pack for lunch? But I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Still we we can't get too far into that because we could talk about that all day. Because I've got yeah. I've got some thoughts on that. But yes, okay. um, to do lists. Are you making them in the evening? Like, do you sit down and do you write it? Do you also do it on your phone? I'm curious about that. Wait, wait, are wait. I'm, are you still talking about to us for like what we have to do in the morning? Yeah, for the next day. Wait, wait, for me or for my family? For you slash your family. Okay, well, here's one thing, though, I want to say, because I have two readers now and one who's going to start kindergarten in the fall. And you know how like the chore charts were really big when we had little kids? Like that, they had a picture of your shirt and a picture of the desk and a picture oh, yeah. of the bed and you know the toothbrush. So I feel like I've entered a new phase. We we've like tried that, and I was it was I think it's great. I love the families that do them, but I have not had that consistency. I wasn't very good at it. But we're kind of we've we've moved into chore chart two point and this summer I've gotten really good at it. Now I haven't tried it in the school year, and in the summer we have like an extra buffer of camps don't start till like an hour after school would have started. So we get like an extra hour to get all this stuff done. But I have instituted like a morning checklist for my kids that they actually have a piece of paper with their name on it and a list of things they have to do. And it's they I'm doing those summer bridge books, you know, like the bridge oh, between yeah. second and third grade and so they have to do two pages on their bridge books. They have to make their bed. Um, they have to brush their teeth. They have to pack their bag for camp. And if they do all those things, they check it off. And it's the camps are all Monday through Thursday. So then Friday was fun Friday. You're a good mom. I didn't Wait, no, no, no. This, this is, this is. <laughs> thank, I mean, one, thank you. Because I really was kind of thinking you might have been a bad mom. <laughs> but you're not. Like, these are the little tidbits I hear. I'm like, okay, she's on her game. <laughs> And at night, thank you. But and we've I been trying to do, do that, you know. You. But you've listened to more podcasts and like know about more online things than anything I know. And there's a part in the back of my mind that says, "How does she do all this stuff?" And yet, listen to all these podcasts and know all this stuff. Keep going. You're, you're really you're momming so hard. You really. I, I, I'm momming so hard. But this is like summer again. I have an extra hour, and my kids are at camp. You know, you could, you could fight a small war in an extra hour. So. <laughs> right. Well, so I, I trust me, summer bridge books. I am fighting a war. Do you think my kids want to do fractions? And mm, if I walk in one more time and hear, Alexa, what's 36 divided by <laughs> 6? <laughs> so Alexa is going to be well prepared for fourth grade. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway we have done this in the summer we have been consistent about it i the, having the built-in reward has been super helpful so i am gonna try fingers crossed to do like an abbreviated version of it in the school year we'll see okay how many yeah. days have you been doing this for we've been doing it for about three weeks okay that counts in your yeah that definitely counts Okay, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So now, a question for you again on lists. Do you make a to-do list for each day? Like, how do you start? And like, do you have a special Sunday night to-do list, like that kind of gets you ready for the week, or do you like make one every morning? What's your to-do list like? 
Well, I try. Like, I, do, do you want to hear, like, like, the dream ideal morning I've set up for myself? Absolutely. Okay, so in the, the dream ideal is that I wake up before the kids. I have my coffee. I, I need coffee. Um, oh, another thing I've been doing is putting ice cubes with it. I have, we have a lemon tree, so I have a ton of lemons. And when it's lemon season, I just have way too much. So I juice them and I freeze them in ice cubes. Got it? Mm-hmm. Got it. And so I fill a cup with ice, and then I put a lemon ice cube in it, and it melts while I'm asleep. And in the morning, I have a really cold glass of lemon water right next to my bed. Oh, classic. wake up, and you take a big swig of that, and that's like, woo, it's morning. So wow. I have my lemon water, and then I have my coffee. That's like the Origins Mint Body Wash, too. If you use that in the morning, you will wake up. It is so good. But you have to, like, hop in the shower to do that. Yeah, and I don't really do that, but yeah. just saying. <laughs> That's a dream. No, I mean, all this is taking place in my bathroom. Um, and then, you know, I go and I try to, like, do, like, a morning devotional. I'm trying so hard to meditate for, like, five minutes every morning or be mindful or whatever. And I, it's so hard. I think it's kind of like a waste of my five minutes. But I know people love it and you're supposed to do it. So I'm trying to, like, have five minutes of, like, quiet thinking, which is very hard. And very but yeah, I just kind of got, and then I like sit down and I try to do like a quick peek at my to do list. But it is very hard because the minute you kind of open your email, it's like ooh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you just oh wait. I schedule, but see, I schedule email on my to do list. So like, I'll schedule thirty minutes every day to go through my email, like email slash mail, and make sure that I've taken care of everything. But is this in the morning? Uh, no, it's whenever I can jam it in. Right. But I'm just saying in the morning, I just t- try to do like a quick, but like I kind of feel like I have to check my email real fast to see if there's anything I'm missing on my to-do list. But that's oh, when you okay. fall into the hole of like, oh, wait, yeah, like Raper Serena James Lily emailed Lily. me? Like, what does she have to say? You know? I can't believe you open that stuff. See, I don't even open it. I just delete it. I wake up and just delete everything. Um. All right. Well, that's okay, well, what do you do in the morning? What is your, uh, oh, and all that, by the way, I try to do that all about 20 minutes before my kids wake up, right. but I'm not so, one of these people who's waking up at 5 a.m. and like going for a run and then like, you know, writing so a journal a, that, you yeah. know, I'm not like doing an hour worth of me time before my kids wake up. I would love right. to, think, but truthfully, it has to be so early that I just can't, like it's right. just, it's I need some sleep. It. Yeah. I think that's going to happen when our kids are maybe a little bit older because there's no way. Like, my kids always get to jump on me. And if I make any kind of noise, like, if I if I even wake up, sometimes I'll just lay still in my bed because I think they can sense when I'm awake. They just know it. Like, they're somehow hardwired into my world. So, like, if I wake up, it could be 4.30 in the morning. If I wake up, someone else will wake up. And then I'm like, oh, man, I've just woken up at 4.30. And now you're here hanging out with me. Why well, I, I think a lot I of it has to bed. do with, like, house layout, too. You have to walk past your kid's room to get to the kitchen. Whereas my bedroom is on the other side of the house from the Uh kids' bedrooms. And, like, they have a little mudroom kind of area. So we shut those doors. Uh So it does. I have that sound buffer. And they don't wake up. That's, I mean, yeah, that's, that really is a dream. That feeling when you just get, when you're up by yourself and the kids are still sleeping. But it happens to me very rarely. rarely. Today was one of my good days because I have a wonderful friend that I run with sometimes. And she kind of keeps me inspired to keep running. So I'll wake up at, you know, 5.30 or whatever it is, 5.45, and then we'll run. And so, I mean, there's something. I hate it. It, it is hard. It is not easy. But working out in the morning, it's a, I mean, it's amazing. It is the best way to start your morning. It's a jump start. It's done. You feel like you've already accomplished something for the day. But here's the problem yeah. is, one, that I'm so tired for the rest of the day, and two, I don't sleep the night before. 
because I'm so nervous. Yeah, I am if, too, especially if I'm going to like so meet happy. a friend for mm-hmm. running. Oh yeah, and she's no, going to no, no, be standing out in the dark waiting for me if I'm sleep in. Like a hundred percent. But okay. I think you just so. But the other thing you have to do. Okay, so part of this episode that Kirsten and I planned out is that we are not only going to say what we do because we're not experts. So we're bringing in the best experts we can find, and we have a list of the most effective habits of highly efficient people. And we have them from, you know, business kind of top CEOs and what they're doing. But the truth is, it's like every single person is waking up early. The day is starting early for all of these people. And typically they're, they're exercising in the morning because that's their only free time that they're getting. It's actually from Business Insider of six tricky morning routines that are difficult to pick up but will pay off for life. And I like that because they are tricky and they are hard. Um... But the truth is, is they say at the top of the article that early birds are the ones that are going to inherit the earth. And I do think when you start your day off correctly, that the whole rest of the day just moves smoothly. And the first thing they say to do is make a plan the night before. So you need to have a good sense of like what you're doing um, the next day. And then the next thing is to wake up painfully early, which is so obnoxious. But I mean, basically, did they use the word painful? They said painfully early, wake up painfully early. So they're saying most successful people, 90% of like the 20 top CEO, top executives in the country wake up before 6 a.m. on weekdays. And I think a lot of people would consider the fives to be painfully early. But um, uh, I feel like the fives is pretty mainstream. It's when people are waking up to go to a 5 a.m. workout class, which means they're waking up at like 4.30. Like waking yeah. up in the fours is, that's, that is officially the middle of the night. Disney CEO Bob Iger gets up at 4.30 to read. And so does Pepsi CEO Indra Nooyi. Wait, wait, to read? Yeah, they're waking up to read. Well, I mean, I think they, you know, you've got to read the newspapers. You've got to see what's going on in the markets. Okay. I don't know. Or what okay. happened. I guess maybe you don't see the markets. Or that or I okay. I don't really know where she's located. All right, another thing is the workout. Start the day right. Get your body going with exercise. That so We know that. Everyone knows that it's hard to do. Oh, this is cool, though. Like the Xerox CEO, Ursula Burns, who schedules an hour-long personal training session at 6 a.m. twice a week. But here's the problem. Is <laughs> Ursula sleeping through the night? Or right. is she all stressed out about her personal trainer? Because I would be. I would, yeah. Hopefully, he could just, like, come to your house and let himself in. And, um, <laughs> well, I am it. not the CEO. I'm the CEO right. of the home hour. Right. If, you're, if we were that fancy, we'd, have, we'd totally have it worked out. But, okay, <laughs> tackle your high-priority projects first. And I like that concept because... I, I mean, for example, I'll always kind of put off stuff that, you know, is like the hard, like that takes the most strategy. I feel like I kind of wait on that. Wait, wait, say that again. So basically, if you wake up and you have something that is kind of in the back of your mind, like if you, if I have a mean email that I have to write or, um, you know, not a mean email, or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if I have to sever a relationship or if I have to like negotiate something like... Man, your to-do list is rough. Yeah, I mean, I will take care of that. If you're gonna, know, you're gonna wake up to it from me. Basically, um, it's gonna come. It's gonna come early, and it's gonna hit you hard and fast. But like, it's it's easier for me than to do it at night. So basically, tackle your like your higher priority thing. Okay. You know. Like yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's true. And sometimes yeah. also. Like the race against the clock, and you've talked about this a lot, Kirsten, is motivational, right? Like people will expand what they have to do in the amount of time that they have given to it. You know, if I wake up at five, I know my kids are waking up at six. I only have an hour to, you know, take care of my biggest thing. Yeah, you'll get more done in that hour. I'm going to just like jam it out. Um, And what they're saying is like your side projects are always easier to skip when you're like tired. It's at the end of the day, whatever it is. 
But if you have like a side thing that you're interested in, like the best and most successful time to do it is in the early morning. Okay. And that then, makes and then sense. there's like the people who say, enjoy the silence of the morning. I don't know. That just seems like pie in the sky. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard and it is, yeah. it's very hard. I just, yeah. it's hard. I want to, yeah, I want to do this stuff. Okay. I think now it's time to take, it's time to take a quick little break. And then I want to come back and talk about breakfast. Because I know you love your breakfast. But um, we want to take a quick little break and tell you about a sponsor that we have. Yes, Kirsten. This month we are partnered yet again with the Young Woodworkers Club. And what that is, is Young Woodworkers, it's a high quality all-in-one project kit with all the materials that your child needs to make an awesome woodworking project like completely on their own with basically no supervision required. And they get a tool with their first shipment and all the kits come with their complete materials and step-by-step instructions. Uh, I just want to tell you a little anecdote. When we did our kit um, recently, it actually saved a dinner party. So we had my two boys over and we had these two sweet little girls over and the kids just like, I mean, it was like oil and vinegar together. And I had no idea what to do. I mean, but you know, little girls often, not to stereotype, but they love to do little craft kits. And I had an extra one lying around and I broke it out and literally it saved a party. A dinner party was saved because of young woodworkers. I'm not making this up because the boys loved it and the girls could get in on it and they were old enough. It's really for kids ages seven to 12, but my four-year-old was a part of it. And we just really had a great time kind of building this, you know, launcher on wheels that was powered by a rubber band and had a propeller and there was painting involved and they just like went to town and. Well, and then the best part of this really is like, especially if you're trying to have a dinner party, which I'm very impressed you had a play date and a dinner party in the same day, but well, they, it wasn't a play date. It was just people brought their children. And oh, I don't know about you, but that is oh. troubling for me when people, oh, well, that's, you know. That, that's a whole episode right there. But dinner what's, nice, what's nice about this is there were illustrated step-by-step instructions. Like your children will learn to follow instructions. And that's a great skill. But more importantly, that is a break for you. So um, when summer, it's summer, it is boredom season. If you're looking for something a little more creative, not involving a screen, let me tell you, this is a great idea. And they have a really nice, um, a nice deal for home our listeners. We've partnered with Young Worker Woodworkers to offer some big savings on your first shipment. You will pay only $9.99 plus postage and processing for the first kit, which is a 50% discount. Um, so you're going to want to go to youngwoodworkers.com slash the home hour. Again, that's youngwoodworkers.com slash the home hour. No promo code needed. You just head to that um, address and you'll get 50% off. Um, so definitely give it a try, especially in these crazy hot summer months where we're looking for things to do with our kiddos. Yeah. And I, sorry, I just, one more thing I thought I should mention. That's what I do. Whenever we have people over for dinner or families, I put out one or two kits on the table, like unopened. And I let the kids work on it during the dinner party. Wow. Okay. That's a great idea. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my kids loved it. They built a helicopter at a blast, kept them busy. It was fun. It was something besides Fortnite for five minutes. There you go. Thank <laughs> no, you. No, it took longer workers. than five minutes. Okay. Um, and they get a hammer, which we always talk about the hammer. Hammer. <laughs> okay. We're back. Yeah. Thank you, Young Woodworkers. And we are now talking about, we're going to segue and just kind of talk about breakfast because I love breakfast. I want to know. Um, I want to know, but I'd like to know about your life, Kirsten, honestly. I'm really interested in what you're doing um so i'm super fascinating 
All so right. for breakfast this morning, I had tuna salad. I love it. That mm-hmm. makes me happy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't breakfast. like breakfast. And this is my, my downfall. I'm not a breakfast person at all. Mm-hmm. So you're eating like an afternoon type meal for breakfast. I either do, there's two options. I either do like leftovers from dinner. Because mm-hmm. I, I love the idea of starting my, my day with like lasagna or, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, curried cauliflower. Like that all yeah. sounds delish. A salad. Amazing. Uh-huh. But, um, or a bar, like just like a, you know, quick grab, mm-hmm. grab a bar, grab a kind bar, that kind of thing. Right. Um, or, uh, yeah, but I, I mean, I have to have breakfast. Like I got to get. Okay. So you're eating differently from what you're serving your children. Absolutely. Basically. I do not. Yeah. Eat, they eat gross breakfast foods. They eat, like legit breakfast foods that I can't stand. Like, but here's my question. Do you think that they don't want to be eating those foods? No, like, do you they, think they love it. They get like excited about breakfast. Huh? They, that maybe they would prefer a cheese quesadilla for breakfast you or know, something like that? now that you're saying that, maybe my daughter would. Because she doesn't like any, like, my boys love, like, okay, well, let's talk about breakfast. Mm-hmm. My boys love, I try to do, like, one bready thing and then one protein thing. Okay. Well, and that was, some, okay, perfect. Today, fruit. our morning was a grand biscuit. I love those grand biscuits. You know, okay. the ones you get like, then in the yep. And yep. hard-boiled eggs. And so we eat a lot of hard-boiled eggs, as okay. mentioned. And then I would, I would do that too. And I would add a little bit of fruit. That would be a breakfast. Yeah. That was a breakfast today, but I'll do those croissants. I will make pancakes. I make them with tons of fruit. I make the best pancakes and waffles. I mean, that's kind of a common thing, but like for me, mine are healthy pancakes and healthy waffles. Um, those Boca burgers that I mentioned, the Boca chicken patties, my kids love those with melted cheese on them. Oh, that you mentioned in our grocery store show? Yeah. We eat that a lot. Um, you know, bacon. Wait, we eat those for breakfast? Oh, yeah, they ate those for breakfast. Okay, see, my, my boys would have a heart attack uh-huh. if, I served, if I served regular food for breakfast. They would, they would not eat it. There would they'd be mutiny. We wouldn't, really? There would be no taking that. Mm-mm. I mean, we're doing oatmeal. Like, I'm making different types of oatmeal. I'm putting things in it. I'm doing raisins. I'm putting granola on top. I make Harrison gets a power smoothie every morning. Like, Your I'm husband has serious. the same breakfast every morning, right? pretty much for the most part as long as i make it yeah he eats this crazy smoothie that's like protein powder and probiotics and chia seeds and apple cider vinegar and um yeah just all this stuff and banana and flax it's weird no that's good that's good i try to do a smoothie about once or twice a week for my kids smoothies are like labor intensive though yeah they are and you i only have one blender thing and so it always has to be clean (laughs) so oh you because you do the nutribullet right yeah. Well, no, no, no. I have a real blender, but the big blender. Okay. What just kind of blender? blender? Is it a fancy blender? No, but it's worked for years. It's actually good. It's just as good as a vitamin. Okay. Um, but yes, we're doing that. Was that was my 30th like, birthday present. It was like officially an old person present. I wanted yeah. Vitamix. Oh, man. <laughs> that is an old person present. Um, <laughs> but it's great. And we make smoothies about twice a week. But I try to do, yeah, I try to do a protein, a bread, mm-hmm. and a fruit. So yeah. I kind of am pretty lackadaisical on like one of them you know what i mean so if they're going to eat scrambled eggs and it's going to be healthy and then they're going to have some fruit i feel like okay you can have a cinnamon roll you know or if oh, they're going to eat we huh? make a lot of those the cinnamon rolls that come in the tube as yep. well. Yeah, oh those. they love those they they get <gasps> so excited when they see those so yeah and then i do do like like you're saying i do the healthier pancakes and they're not you know pancakes in my mind were this very complicated like well, they're the, cake to make. Cake. They're cake to make. But I still will make double because they do freeze really well. And it is like a pain. I have this griddle that I cook them on and it's kind of a pain to clean it. So I do make double portions when I do my pancakes. 
I never clean my griddle. Why would you clean your griddle? It just heats up like a grill. Because um, mine flips. I have the one where you can take off the plates and one side's oh, okay. a grill and one side's a griddle. So I'll do like chicken on it and stuff. Mine's on my stove. Okay. Yeah, but you're right. Um, maybe I should, maybe I don't need to clean it after the pancakes. Yeah, because when it heats, if you're heating it to 400 degrees, okay. it should like clean everything. So there you go. I just saved you some time. Okay. You can up your pancake game. Grits with cheese. That's a good one. Cheese grits. Um, oh. My kids don't like it, but I love cheese grits with hot sauce. That's a great one. Um, that would be good. Yeah. Every yeah. now and then we'll get some donuts for breakfast. That's unhealthy, but we're big donut eaters. Um, everything. Sausage biscuits, although I hate sausage. I won't, it won't like cross the threshold of my mouth. What was the thing you were saying about Birmingham? Like there's a specific day you oh. guys have to eat biscuits or something? Yeah, chicken biscuit Friday. It's a, I think it's, <laughs> it might be a Southern thing. It's like specifically on Friday, Chick-fil-A chicken biscuits. For, is this a breakfast thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like kind of brunch time. It depends on whomever. It used to happen when I was working more. Whomever is in the workplace, like someone runs out and does a chicken biscuit run. That's so fun. It is. I mean, it's so bad for you, but it's so good. <laughs> I mean, chicken biscuit from Chick-fil-A is okay. pretty darn amazing. You know what? I might eat breakfast at your house because it sounds like you're thinking outside the box. I think, yeah, my husband loves like all the bread stuff. He oh, does, wait, but... I haven't even gotten started. That's why I was oh. saying, like, can we do an episode on this? Like, I make homemade pumpkin bread with chocolate chips and I put cream cheese on it. Um, oh, I good. am making. Wait, wait, when make... you're making homemade bread, is this a night before make? Yes, 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 yes. And it lasts for a while. So this is like if I'm winning my day, um, I'm starting. I make this really good pumpkin bread and it's very moist and it's not that unhealthy. Oh, P.S. Always substitute oil with applesauce. Like no brainer. There's no need for canola oil in any recipe. Just put in applesauce. Okay. That is what I do. Um, So I make that like making muffins. Like I'll make I'll make those jiffy corn muffins, but I'll put in um, broccoli and like eggs into the mix. And you can make like a broccoli egg corn muffin casserole that's a good one make tons of bacon lots of bacon i'll take ham hey and I'll here's put- an important question how do you make bacon oh great way okay figured out bacon so the best way that i do it is i'll make an entire um i'll make an entire sleeve at a time so i preheat the oven to 400 degrees i get out a huge baking pan then i get out kind of a um what do you call those like almost like a cookie rack you know one of those racks And then just lay, so basically you put a sheet of aluminum foil down on a huge baking tray, put in a huge cookie rack on top of it, and then you lay out an entire sleeve of bacon on that, spray it with Pam first, like spray the the cookie sheet with Pam so it doesn't stick, and then you just bake it for like 20 minutes. And then so all this stuff drips onto the pan. Everything drips down onto the pan below, onto the aluminum foil below. I mean, it's for this, it's the least messy, easiest way to make crispy bacon. Without okay. like stinking up your hair. Okay. <laughs> I, I have a big problem. I have a big problem with my hair <laughs> that it like takes on smells very quickly. And so I'm very, that's why I really don't like to go to Japanese steakhouses because my <laughs> hair always, <laughs> or if I do, I'll always wear a scarf. <laughs> so I look like a gypsy whenever I eat at a Japanese steakhouse. So you wear turbans when yeah. you go to Japanese. <laughs> I do. But I love Japanese steakhouses because they're so delightful and fabulous. But, um, but oh it just, it gets stuck in my hair as does the bacon. That's why I really, this, the reason I perfected my bacon recipe was more to save my hair um, <laughs> than really to make good bacon. <laughs> why did you even, why have you been holding on to me? I didn't know until mm, winter, like of this year that you could cook bacon in a stove. In the oven? Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's it's what pretty, I mean. It's, 
it's quite delightful. I mean, a pan is fine, but like you get all the grease. You get and bacon you get here. Monitor it. Like you can step away from my bacon. Yeah, no, that's amazing. So you need to step away from the bacon. Uh, so the there is a race that runs through our neighborhood, like down our street. It's awesome. It's the P.F. Chang's Marathon, the Rock and Roll Marathon. <laughs> okay, it runs down my street, and so. Everybody has these fun, like, tailgates on race day because we're literally trapped in our homes because all the streets are closed. So everybody's on their bikes. It's so much fun. It's this big neighborhood party. But one of our neighbors was, he brought his grill out into the street and he was cooking bacon on a pan in the grill. Hmm. And I was like, this is genius. And he said, well, it's really just the same thing as cooking your bacon in the oven. And it was like a light bulb went off. You can cook bacon in the oven? Why didn't you tell me this? I've been fighting bacon hair for years. Yeah. It's, exa- it's like when someone told me about roasting. Because I, I only really like knew how to cook things at 350 degrees. And I kind of had a good sense at like what 350 did to food. But someone was like, yeah, you put it in at 450. And it, was, it changed my world. <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous. It's like the dumbest thing. I can even hear the stupidity coming out of my mouth. But 450 is an amazing temperature for getting stuff done. What do you, that's a great question. What do you cook your bacon at? Oh, like 400. Uh, it's a. <laughs> Ooh, that was a curveball. Girl. I know that was a total curveball. Like because now I've learned my temperatures and what they can do. That's something nobody teaches you. Is temperatures. Speaking of, you're making me starving. We recorded two back-to-back episodes today. Like, I'm going to have to call my union representative because I have worked through lunch today. (laughs) When we talked about bacon. Who's in charge of the union portion of this? Because, like, this is unacceptable. The CEO of the Home Hour. Can't talk to her, though. She's busy at her personal trainer. (laughs) Kidding. Um, Yeah, well, okay, you eat breakfast. I think it's a wrap, kids. You like breakfast. I get it. Your day. All right. Well, we'll see. We, I think we both had some really good thoughts this summer where we tried to get our game faces on and tried to plan ahead, and we shall see if we can do it through the school year. We'll do a mid-check-in, maybe right around um, the holidays and figure out if, we, if we've achieved these goals. Yeah, we have some fun episodes coming up. So this is kind of midsummer, but just to give everyone like a look ahead, we're going to be talking a lot about kind of really getting the game on with organization, be it kind of what your role is within your family, how to kind of better outline um, your agendas. We actually have one guest coming on who doesn't believe in to-do, to-do lists. So stay tuned for that in a few more weeks. But I'm pretty excited about it. All right, sounds good. Well, welcome home, Kirsten. Welcome home.